Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Battleline Podcast, this place where we have the conversations on that collisionist space between community, faith, and culture. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Satterley, and here with me is the National Director of Publications, my co-host on this podcast, my co-host in life, Major Jamie Satterley. How are you doing today, Jamie? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing excellent. Is the weather okay for you? you usually give <laughs> us the weather listen, update. I purposely didn't say anything about the weather this time, so you would leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But yes, it just so happens that the sun is shining. <laughs> we also have with us here our co-host, our producer, the one who really makes the whole world run, makes the whole podcast run, everything social media run, our media manager, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how are you doing today? I am so super swell. How are you? There it is with the alliteration. Super Matt, swell. you got her title right. I'm so proud of you. Now listen, I wrote it all down. <laughs> I wrote both of your titles down so that we don't have any more of these problems. Uh, well, listen, we have an exciting episode uh, coming up for you today. Something that Matt and I are so uh, passionate about, and that is working at camp. Now, if you've been uh, a listener of this podcast, you'll know we've talked about camp from time to time, uh, but we usually talk about it from the vantage point of the campers, um, you, know, you know what camp has meant in our own lives, and I'm sure there will be a little bit of that today, but mainly we're going to focus on uh, why working at camp can be extremely beneficial in the life of a, a young person. Um, you know, this is the first time since 2019 that camps will be uh, at this point, as far as we know, fully open, functioning uh, in the, the normal capacity. So we are super excited about that. Um, you know, at, in 2019, over 50,000 kids came to camp, right? We had over 50,000 people attending a Salvation Army camp across the United States. And of that 50,000, uh, about half, so about 25,000 people accepted Jesus or made a, some kind of decision in their life about their relationship with Christ. And so camp remains the most um, evangelistic thing that the Salvation Army does. Um, and so it's it's a vital importance and even aside from that, it gives some great growth opportunities in the life of staff members and in the life of camp members or camp uh, delegates. So we are going to talk about some of those things today. Now, I should say, as we get into this, this is not an exhaustive list. You do not have enough time on your commute for us to tell you about all <laughs> the exciting things uh, that camp can can mean in for a staff member. Um, but we're just going to talk about a couple of things that... Uh, Matt and I experienced or some things that um, are like our favorite things about why it's important to work at camp. There are hundreds of reasons. We're only going to talk about 10. Today. Yep. We did this extremely uh, lengthy, exhaustive process of picking 10, our top 10 reasons why people should work at summer camp. And by exhaustive, I mean, Jamie and I were in my office and in 10 seconds, we wrote down way more than 10 things because it's very easy these just roll off the tongue, roll off the mind about reasons for working at camp. So these, there's no science behind this. This is just our top 10 reasons. So if you have, uh, you're driving, cool. If you're at home listening or whatever, and you want to take notes, top 10, go ahead and take your piece of paper, mark one through 10. All right. And here we go. Number one. So we should say too, these are things that uh, Matt and I can attest to Number because one. they have purposefully... <laughs> Matt, I I said the wrong word. You messed me up. (laughs) Personally experienced our own lives. We both worked summer staff as teenagers. 
uh, worked summer staff as young adults. And then we had the privilege of being camp directors uh, prior to coming to NHQ for uh, seven years. So these are not things that we just, you know, know from talking to other people. These are things that we've personally experienced and have changed our own lives. Um, so we think are great reasons for other young people to consider working at camp as well. I will say it's probably we're going to aim for males and females to work at camp between the ages of 15 to 25. Now, that's not an exhaustive. That's not hard and fast. Right. But those are a good age. So I'm sure somewhere in your life, you know, a male or a female who is between the ages of 15 and 25. Now, that may change based on state law in certain places. But um, number one, here we go. It has to be number one, discipleship with Jesus, spiritual growth, camp, working camp staff is the ability, gives the opportunity, I should say, for you to grow so much deeper in your relationship with Jesus. What do you think, Major Jamie? No, absolutely. And one of the things I love about this is as a camp staff member, you have, uh, it's like discipleship two ways. One is that you have the opportunity to disciple and pour into the lives of the campers. So you get experience in what that kind of relationship looks like. But then you are also being discipled um, by, you know, devotions that are happening during staff time, by, um, you know, the, the leadership that's pouring into you. And so it's kind of, uh, a, a picture of both ways of discipleship, right? As the disciple, as the one being discipled, but also as the one doing some discipling, um, which can, uh, lead to, to some incredible spiritual growth in your own life. There's also just the simple fact that at camp, by coming away from a, a situation that you're most familiar with, being in a new location, being surrounded by other people who love Jesus, you know, your age, encouraging, building each other up, um, just living in that kind of community aids discipleship. Yeah. There's a quote that I say all the time to my kids, outlook affects outcome. And if you go to camp, you work at camp saying, I'm going to grow in my relationship with the Lord, which guys is, is the most important thing in the world. Way more than money, way more than fun, way more than ex experiencing new things. Like I know lots of people who make millions of dollars. I don't know a lot of people who make millions of dollars. I'm just saying that. But Money is not the goal in life. That relationship, your relationship with Jesus is the most important thing. And so when you go into summer camp saying, I'm going to grow in my faith and you put an effort into that and build out the time to do that intentionally, you will grow in your faith. You will come back from that six weeks or 10 weeks or wherever you are of summer and be different. If you put that, if you put that uh, prayer, Bible reading, all that stuff into it, because your routine gets messed up. It's something you're, when you're at camp, you're not doing the normal things you do on a work day or a school day. And, and when you're, that gives the Lord opportunity, there's that word again, to do something new and to see something new because of that. Anything else, Major Jamie, about discipleship with Jesus? You know, Jesus was going to be number one, right? You knew it. All right. Oh, you and they, all right, number two, an opportunity. I think that's going to be my keyword. That's my secret word of the day. Opportunity is new friends, an opportunity to meet new people, new friends. Lots of people meet at camp and stay friends forever. I am still social media friends with people. Jeez, Jamie, when did we work camp? 2000 to 2003? Yep. So yeah, with a break in there for summer service court, which could be another episode, but, oh, <laughs> but good we, one, good uh, one. yeah, save but that we, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. But we, uh, 
Yes. Still have friends. And because of our partnership with Camp America, we're like talking about friends across the world. Um, I still keep up, keep up with friends from England and Australia, um, all kinds of places, uh, South America that came and worked on staff when we were teenagers. And now because of the you know joys of social media, we can still keep up with one another. Um, yep. I've talked to so many people who, you know, met at camp as young people or have those shared experiences. Um, and, and it just camp provides an opportunity to meet people out of your normal circle of influence. Right. Uh, and just get to know people from, from all over, even within the United States. Uh, we experience this at camp as camp directors. Sometimes young people are like, you know what? I grew up going to this camp. I think I want to see what the Salvation Army camp looks like in another uh, in another area. And so, you know, you might have kids from the Eastern Territory coming down to the South. You might have kids from the South going over to the Western Territory just to see, you know, what, what their experiences are. Um, and that's one of the wonderful things about the Salvation Army is, uh, you know, your family everywhere. Yep. Right. Uh, also, I don't know, there's no scientific numbers to this, but I would dare say, ask your core officer or ask the officers, you know, how did they meet their spouse? And I'm going to say, I'm going to make up a number. I'm going to say 67% of <laughs> Salvation Army officers met their spouse, probably working summer camp. Is it a lie, Major Jamie? It's not a lie that most, that a lot of people <laughs> met their spouse. That number, you 67%. just- 67%. Yes, uh, that's one of those made up statistics. Uh, but it does it does make me laugh how we'll be sitting around the table talking to people and we'll say, how did you meet? And they're like, oh, we met at camp. And you're like, that is an unattended or unintended side effect. Right. <laughs> E-Harmony at camp. Just kidding. All right. E-Harmony doesn't sponsor the show, but if they want to, we'll, what's up? All right. Number three. Reason number three, if you're taking notes at home, it is to make some money. Teenagers, you want to make some money because you want to buy all those dominoes. You want to buy those sweet, sh you're a sneakerhead, and you need to get those new uh, kicks. So camp is an opportunity for you to keep your expenses low because they give right, you- Right, because we feed you, house foods you, there, all those board. kind of things. That's awesome. You can make some cheddar, some bread, some cabbage, some moolah. <laughs> you some got a whole, a whole coin, all the food groups. Some old-fashioned <laughs> crypto coin. <laughs> <laughs> some paper, that kind of stuff. Right. So yes, it's an opportunity to make some money. Major Jamie, anything you want to say about making money? No. Yeah. It, it is an opportunity to start. Uh, and we'll talk about this uh, later about, you know, experience, life experience and job experience. Hey, side note, everybody, Major Jamie's about to talk about fiscal responsibility. Here it comes. <laughs> but it is a great opportunity to start uh, building uh, like those kind of that kind of knowledge into young people. Uh, when Matt and I were camp directors, we always did a, uh, a little talk. Here it comes. Yeah. About the importance of saving money. <laughs> Cause it is true. Like teenagers, it's hilarious. The first paycheck. I remember every summer, the first paycheck would come, the kids would go out for their day off. They would come back and they'd be like, check out my sneakers. I'm like, how much those sneakers cost? Like their whole first week's pay. I'm like, okay, <laughs> now let's talk because here's what's going to happen is in September, I'm going to see you on social media talking about how there's this concert you want to go to, but you don't have any money because you blew it off during the summer. So it's a great opportunity to teach young people about good 
fiscal management and responsibility, <laughs> my other, Matt. My other favorite thing about camp was you give those kids, the 15-year-olds who are first working, first job ever, you hand them their paycheck, they open it, and they say, who is this FICA that took so much <laughs> yeah. of my money? Or they say, Captain, you said you were going to pay me, yeah. or you, Captain, that's my major, you said you were going to spend me, or say, give me this much money, this is less. I'm like, well, yes, there's this thing called Uncle Sam. You got to pay for the sunshine, buddy. <laughs> I say, like, go talk to the man. It's the man taking your money, not me. <laughs> so it is fun. We also used to have this really fun game, two fun games. One is on payday. We would always sit in the office at the time the checks were released to see if we could figure out who's going to be the first one to make it into the office to get their paycheck. Because <laughs> there's always like this stampede. You could hear it. Uh, and then also, uh, I really love to play this game uh, when the boxes would come into the office to see like, uh, what are these? Who ordered what? <laughs> Amazon changed the camp pay game. Yes. Definitely. I'm like, what, what? Why does it look like Christmas in this office? <laughs> All these boxes. Let's see if we can figure out what is in them. We so much used, fun. And, uh, not to, you know, not to call out where we used to be, but a lot of eyelashes, a lot of fake eyelashes were purchased <laughs> over the, uh, over the summer. So, all right. Number four, number four, here we go. Number quattro. And that is thrills, excitement and real life. Working at camp is fun. Most camps have swimming pools, water slides, lakefront activities, high ropes course, the blob, you know Horses. what that is. Horses. It's an opportunity to get outside. You're playing this stuff on Minecraft anyway. You might as well go out and do the real thing. Really go play some archery and really go out and hang. What do you think, Major Jamie? Talk about yeah. the thrills, no, the excitement, is. the fun that you get to have at camp. It is. It is a lot of fun. And because, you know, you're you're there doing fun things for the campers, it just gives you an opportunity to kind of be a kid again yourself, right? Like, I, I get paid to play Foursquare. Okay. <laughs> You know, all right. So there's a lot, a lot of fun things, a lot of new experiences. I always loved um, watching staff do the high ropes course for the first time um, during orientation. You know, when they're they're kind of um, going through the process, so they can understand how they can support and help their campers that are going to go through that process, um, and just seeing like the look on their face when they accomplish it, when they achieve it, something they didn't think they would be able to do, um, and then the fun they had doing it. Um, is, is just a great, it was a great experience. Um, and so we're always thrilled when, um, staff gets to kind of come and, you know, experience that for themselves. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, it's an opportunity to just go out and do something real and it is fun. Camp is fun. Now, if you're saying, I don't like it, there's bugs. Okay. Look, you're bigger, you're bigger right. than you're bigger than the bugs. Okay, you're bigger <laughs> than bugs, and sixty-seven percent of those bugs. There's another made-up stat. Will never bite you. So just uh, it, it's also uh, there's like we said, there are camps all across the nation. So just do your research. Yep. Which bugs you hate the least? Go to that camp. <clears throat> We're going to list them here in a second. We'll give you sort of the geographical location, so you want to keep that pen and paper near you. All right, number five. Um, I'm going to let Major Jamie go off on this one, but exposure to new culture. What does that mean, Major Jamie? What's, yeah, so, a, what's a new culture mean? Well, there's camp culture, which is a culture all in its own, right? About camp songs and, uh, you know, campfire and favorite things. Favorite camp you, song right now. Go, go. Just oh, what's your favorite camp song? Matt, you put me on the spot. Go, go. Uh, my favorite song to sing during camp worship is Down in My Heart, J-O-I, Down in My Heart. Yep. You get to uh, do karate kicks <laughs> in a church song. I mean, come on. Okay, keep going, keep going. I'm sorry, I interrupted uh, Yes. Uh, maybe my favorite, like, silly camp song might be Down Baby in the Shark. Valley. <laughs> Baby, Baby Shark. Baby Shark's <laughs> with its 12,000 verses. It's a little bit of fun. Uh, so, there, so there's camp culture, but you also get to experience 
cultures, uh, you know, maybe that are outside of your own. So one of my favorite things about being the camp director in Florida was that we just had such, um, such a variety of cultures within our area. So it wasn't unusual for me to be standing in the line in the cafeteria and to hear kids, you know, speaking in Spanish or kids speaking Creole to each other. Um, and so being able to uh, experience other cultures outside your own to meet people from other cultures outside your own. And again, with our partnership with Camp America, uh, with staff members coming from different places around the world, um, it just gives you a greater exposure also to Salvation Army culture that's outside of your own community. You know, not every core operates the same. So when you meet people from other Salvation Army locations, you get a little bit of a broader picture of Salvation Army culture. So uh, there are a lot of of exposures to new cultures that happen at camp. Yep. That's great. That's great. I don't think I have anything added to that. I think you hit that right now, right on the head. All right, number six. This is another good reason. You're halfway done. Gaining job experience for future resume work. Listen, when you want to go apply for a scholarship, apply to work, people people are going to say, what experience do you have? And this is just a way to, to a great way to build that resume. And especially, I'm telling you guys, here's a little, listen, listen. Uh, this is coach. This is uncle Matt here talking to you. They love to see that you do work with the Salvation Army. It also gives them good experience, like how, how it's going to be for them for future jobs as an adult, right? It teaches, um, you know, how to be on time, how to have a good work, work ethic, how to dig in maybe when you're tired and not necessarily wanting to do something, but you got to do it. So there's all these skills that you're going to need in, you know, adult, jobs for the rest of your life that you can learn at camp being a good steward of you know camp things all those kind of things uh that you'll need to know later in life we can start instilling in young people now from an early age um so they get those kind of experience so they don't show up on their first day of adult job and be like i don't know i don't know how to act yeah but yeah you did because you worked at camp Good stuff. Good stuff. Number seven. We're going to kind of hit this one quick because we're going to catch this one at the end. But Major Jamie already kind of alluded to it. It's a great way to see the country. We have 42 Salvation Army camps across the nation. And you'd say, hey, look, I want to I want to see what the Salvation Army camp looks like in the Northwest or in Arizona or in Ohio or in Mississippi. Right. So it's a great way to see the country. You don't have to just stay at home. You can see there. Miss Adderley, you're giving me a look. What do you want to fire off with? You can go work in Canada. Canada has Salvation Army camps as well. They do. Even Hawaii. But they hired all their staff, so you can't go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you want to work at camp? We're going to talk about this in a second when we go through the camps. I want to work at camp But you want to work at Camp Homolani in Hawaii? Bro, you got to have to hit that early because they're already hiring staff for 2025, I think. All right? Not quite that far out, Listen, but yes. Camp Homolani right now is signing seven-year-olds coming out of second grade to work camp staff. See, that is put you on that list. That's a lie, but it sounds good. Like you do when you have when you know when you have a baby and you have to put them on that daycare wait list four years in advance, yeah. <laughs> like that. All right, number eight. This is one of my favorites. You can change the world through a kid. You can absolutely change, not just change the life of a kid, who's you could change the world. Through a kid, we don't. We have. You might have. We might have future presidents, future doctors, lawyers, you know, future garbage men, whoever. And that doesn't matter. They can still. They can still speak truth into the world. And they can. How many people can point back to their? I can. Can point back to a summer camp experience that I had, where some 
adult, some cool college kid just said something to me and it changed my life. You can change the world. You can change the world at summer camp. Major Jamie. Yeah, absolutely. I can, like Matt said, I can still think back to like, who were the summer staff members when I was a camper? Um, and the, again, yes, the way that they invested in me um, and the way that, you know, they kind of made the camp experience you know, even more fun just by the way that they uh, led. Um, so many of them still, again, friends with on social media, um, still, you know, in touch with because of the impact that they had on my life. So it really is a way for you to um, just pour into the life of a young person. Um, camp provides a safe space for kids to where they can just come and be kids. You know, they don't have to worry about where their meals are coming from. They don't have to worry about what they're going to do. Everything's scheduled out for them, all kinds of fun activities. Um, and it's just a place where they can come and be kids, but also be mentored and discipled and um, grow as people because of the staff that's pouring into them. And so what a, a great thing, you know, a great job. Yes, there are lots of great jobs and great opportunities out there, but how many jobs really let you invest in a person in that way? Yeah, um, that's good. Listen, yeah. listen, Uncle Matt here again, guys. I'm going to say some truth to you, all right? Listen, I love you, but it's very hard to change the world when you're sitting with their Netflix remote on your chest and Cheeto <laughs> dust on your fingers on the couch, okay? <laughs> listen, that's, it works for a little while, but if you want to change the world, you got to get out there. You're going to have to apply to work at camp. You're going to have to put yourself out there, okay? Okay, that's it for Uncle Matt. All right, number nine, one of my favorites too, being outdoors. Now, some of you are like, I'm out. I'm not <laughs> <dead> working camp. <laughs> Being outdoors is amazing, guys. Outdoors is awesome. It, it, listen, this is the truth. Oh, back. Uncle Matt here. Uncle Matt, look. <laughs> like, uh, stress levels go down and gratitude and stuff. It, like, there's so many health benefits from just being outside. All right? All right? You get that nice summer tan. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Depending on where you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to pick the right camp to get that summer tan. <laughs> being outdoors. Major Jamie, anything else you want to add there yeah, about no, being outdoors? It's, yes, it's true. Like you said, it. Uh, there are all kinds of studies that show the benefits of being outdoors, playing outdoors, creative play, Stress goes outdoor down, play, sleep, better sleep, all this stuff. Yes. Um, and so there are, there are a lot of those kind of benefits, but just being, yes, outside in creation, experiencing, um, you know, away from technology, you still have access to technology, so don't get scared, but just not, not fully relying on it in the way we do a lot of times in our everyday life. Um, You'll, you would be surprised at the mental health benefits that it has just from being in that kind of environment where, yeah, you're getting all the vitamin D and all that great fun stuff. Yep. All right. Last one. Number 10. Here we go. Dun, da, da, da. Number 10. Being in a place where the routine noise of life can get cleared away and you could hear God's leading. Listen, you're between the age of 15 and 25. You're right now probably saying, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do? What am I going to go? What, how's life going to shape up for me? Listen, go to camp. Go work at camp. And, and yes, there is Wi-Fi at camp. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you're tired. That's awesome. And here's why. Because God uses those summer camp staff experiences to go, shh, shh. And in that silence, when all of the noise of daily routine life is cleared away, you can hear that still small voice saying, Maybe you can hear, you know, it, it's different for different people, but that still small voice say, this is what I want for you. This is what I want you to do. You could feel God's leading 
uh, a little easier. It's easier for God to get a hold of you when the noise is cleared away. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think, you know, if you go and talk to people who worked camp, you know, as, as teenagers, as young adults, they can tell you about some of those experiences that kind of help them realize like, oh, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to be a camp director. We know a young person that worked for us who really just fell in love with, um, like outdoor life. And now that's what he's majoring in, in college, right? Getting his degree so that he can help other people have those same kind of experiences in outdoor ministries. Um, so there are things that, that you get exposed to that you may not have, you know, in just your regular normal life. And you're able to see like, okay, God, this is what I'm meant to be. This is what I'm meant to do. All right. Listen, we want you to go work at camp. We're praying right now that you would work at camp. If you are outside of the age of 15 to 25, you're not exempt. You know people between the ages of 15 and 25 who can go work at camp, who can be counselors, dishwashers, lifeguards, program assistants. I mean, a million, there's a million jobs there. All right. So every camp needs a minimum probably of 75 staff members and there's and listen, 42 camps in the nation. So yeah, if you're a young person or if you have a young person in your life, tell them to invite their friend. Oh right? yeah. You, so, you know, you've got a young person in your home, you know, you have a teenager at home who wants to work at camp and you also know, Hey, their buddy doesn't have plans for the summer right now has the qualifications that it takes Sign them up, take them with you. We have so done, there are lots of people, you know, you don't you don't have to be a salvationist to work at camp. No, but there are a lot exactly of people right. who became salvationists because they work at camp. Yes. You, not that that's the ultimate goal, but sometimes it happens. You do not have to be a Salvation Army member to work at camp. All right. Now, there we've done the hard work for you. Uh, we've put all these camps in one location. Actually, Elizabeth has done the hard work for you. So <laughs> peermag.org slash work at camp. So um Elizabeth, we'll see if we can put the in the show notes or somehow put the website on there, peermag.org slash work dash at dash camp. It's actually how it goes. Yeah. Or if you just go to, if you just go, if you don't want to remember all the dashes, just go to peermag.org, use the little drop down uh, menus and you'll see it there. Work at camp. All right. So really quick, Major Jamie and I are going to go through this list of camps in each of the four territories. We'll tell you sort of geographically where they are. And if this is something that you are interested in applying at, uh, again, this is a way to see the country. Maybe you're like, I'd love to see what it looks like in Colorado, you know? So let's start with the Eastern Territory. All right. If you, uh, Major Jamie, if you want to just, I'm going to kind of read through these. We don't have to stay too long because there's 42 of them. But if you have like comments, you want to fire off about them, um, check it out. All right. I've been to this one, Pennsylvania, Eastern Pennsylvania. If you want to check it out, check out Camp Lador. If you're writing things down, you want to work in Pennsylvania. Beautiful camp. Massive staff at Camp Lador. So go check out Camp Lador there. For Northeast Ohio, you'll want Camp Neosa. Now, again, all these camps are linked at peermag.org. So go and find these places. I'm just giving you the name so you know what to look for. So we've got Northeast Ohio, Camp Neosa. We have Southwest Ohio, Northeast Kentucky. Take all those letters, put them together, and what do you get? Camp Swanecki. S-W-O, Southwest Ohio, Northeast Kentucky. Swanecki. Elizabeth, we just blew your mind. I'm, you guys wish you could see Elizabeth. <laughs> That's <right>. incredible. <laughs> yeah, listen, they were really on the ball. So Camp Swanecki, we've been to that one as well. It's a beautiful, a beautiful camp. Uh, great place to spend a summer. Yep, definitely. If you're in, you want to work in upstate New York, upstate New York, you'll want to check out Long Point Camp in the Empire Division. So again, upstate New York, check out Long Point Camp. New Jersey, it's a great place. They have Camp Tecumseh. All right. That's 
T-E-C-U-M-S-E-H. I know some of you out there were like, listen to the Southerner trying to pronounce this word. All right. <laughs> then in Western Pennsylvania, you've got Camp Allegheny out there. All right. And then Greater New York. This is one of the world famous Salvation Army camps. If ever, They've got music marches written about them. And that goes to Star Lake Camp. All right. Star Lake Camp is the divisional camp of the Greater New York Division. They have a, yes, a uh, rich heritage as in their music camp. Yep. So if you're musical, Star Lake might be a place to check out. If you want to work in the upper north, this is, uh, well, this isn't quite uh, Elizabeth's neck of the woods. It's farther north than that. But if you want to go up to northern New England, Maine, you'll want to check out Camp Sebago. Sebago. S-E-B-A-G-O. I have heard, I've never been here, but I have heard that this camp is camp. When you, when you think stereotypical camp, swimming in the lake, huge pine trees, wood cabins, this is what you need to check out, Camp Sebago. All right, check them out. Uh, then in Massachusetts, if you want to work in Massachusetts, we have Camp Wonderland. Now, here's the trick. Here's the trick. Uh, Uncle Matt here. Uncle Matt. There are two Salvation Army camps called Camp Wonderland in the U.S., so you got to check, all right? So make sure you know which one you're applying for. One's the Ch- Metropolitan Chicago Division, one's in Massachusetts. Hey, Uncle Matt here. They're on vastly different sides of the country, guys, so make sure you get that right, okay? Camp Wonderland in Massachusetts. Check them out. And then Elizabeth's Stomping Ground, Southern New England Division, goes to Camp Connery. You know how they got Connery? Go ahead, Elizabeth. Connecticut, Rhode Island. Exactly. C-O-N-N-R-I, <laughs> Connery. All right. So those are the uh, Eastern Territory camps. Um, beautiful. They attend to, if you're working with camp, I mean, when you, with college and stuff like that, Eastern Territory camps usually start a little bit later and go later in the summer. All right. So that was Eastern Territory. One territory down. Now we're going to move a little bit west to the Central Territory in the Midwest part of the United States. So they have a couple of divisions there. If you're interested in working in eastern Michigan, not too far, because it's on the east side of Michigan from us here, that's Camp Echo Grove. You'll want to check out Camp Echo Grove. If you're interested in Indiana, you'll want to go to Camp Hidden Falls. I've seen their I've seen their camp website. It's amazing. They have a zip line over their pool, my guy. Um so fun. And it's an indoor pool. It's an indoor pool. Camp Hidden Falls, check out Indiana, the heartland of America. Oh, wait, there's a heartland division. That's going to confuse you. All right. (laughs) We have Camp Wonderland. There it is. A camp so nice. They named it twice. All right. We have Camp Wonderland in Massachusetts. We have Camp Wonderland just outside of uh, Chicago uh, for the Metropolitan Division there. Now. It's in Wisconsin. It's in Wisconsin. If you yeah. want to go to the, if, like we talked about the north, northern New England, the Central Territory also has some northern divisions as well. So they have Camp Northwood up there in their northern division. So if you're looking for like getting up there in the United Minnesota. States, that's right. You want to go check out there. Now they've got Western Michigan and Northern Indiana. That's Little Pine Island. If you want to check out Western Michigan and Northern Indiana, then they do have the Heartland Division. Camp Eagle Crest, Camp Eagle Crest. All right. And then, which is just outside, uh, Illinois. I mean, sorry, South Illinois there. All right. We've got the Kansas and the Western Missouri division. If you're interested in working in Kansas, how many of us can say we've been to Kansas? Has any of the three of us? I mean, been to Kansas? we've driven, I've driven through Kansas. I've driven through it as well. How about you, Elizabeth? <laughs> I've never driven through Kansas. Okay. Well, you can go and work there. I'm going to be hyped. No, no, you can't. I'm too <laughs> old. Oh, that's right. No, I'm 26. Well, I aged out. Hey, hey, we said 
Age is just a number. I'm All devastated. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And actually, the camp's not in Kansas. It's actually just over the line in Missouri, but it's in Camp Three Trails. So check out Camp Three Trails if you're interested in working there. Uh, for the Midland Division, we have Camp Mahaska. Jamie and I have been to Camp Mahaska. What do you think, Jamie? Yeah, it's a fantastic little camp. They have these great little, um, listen, I feel like if I was a camp director, I would try to use it as a lazy river, but it's not a lazy river. It's like a trout, trout lines. Oh, they call them that. I just remember when we went there, it was snowing. Yes, it, it was wasn't snowing. the summer. It was the winter. We went at the wrong time, <laughs> but it was snowing. Which was lots of fun for us as at the time we were in a trop like the subtropics, but, uh, the, yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful little camp. Um, very uniquely situated. So, if you want the most brand new camp in the Salvation Army, check out the Western Division of the Central Territory in Nebraska, Camp Western Plains. They just got this property. This place, you want to be, I think it, you, maybe you could be part of the inaugural staff. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, because of yeah, COVID. I think they didn't have a, like an actual summer, but I don't know. I'm probably offending them as I'm talking. But you want to be part of their staff, check out Camp Western Plains. And lastly, last Central Territory one is Wisconsin and Upper Michigan. This is the Upper Peninsula, the UP, as they call it in the biz up there. Um, you know, it's funny. Whenever I ask somebody from Wisconsin, Michigan, where from they're from, they always use their hand to show, right? Which so, is helpful for me because I don't really know anything else about Michigan. We call it the WUM division, and that's Army Lake Camp. All right. Check out Army Lake Camp. All right. Major Jamie, anything on Central Territory while you give me time to flip over my paper? No, it's a great place. Listen, all kinds of camps up there and in a variety of different kind of landscapes. So check them out. Go look at all the websites. See what, which one you think might be best for you. All right. Let's move to the Western Territory. And you want to talk about a variety of camp. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Listen, yeah. You're you right. Nobody beats variety. Like the different, Western Territory. Side, different sides of the spectrum across the board. That's right. From the Western Territory. You, Hawaii, all the way Alaska. Let's go to Alaska. You can't get much different than that. Right. So Here's what I understand about Alaska. If you work summer staff in Alaska, it's at the time of year where the sun doesn't dip below the horizon. The land of perpetual summer. All right. So Alaska. How, how amazing is that? Sunshine all day. So All day, every day. If you want to go work at Alaska, go check out PureMag.org and click on Camp Kings Lake. Kings, like Jesus is king and his lake. Okay. <laughs> All right. The, then we have Cascade Division. This is Oregon. Any uh, Gravity Falls fans out there looking at you? All right. Check out Camp Karatli. All right. Camp Karatli at, hmm, I forgot the second part of that word. Oh, well. Uh, I'll have to. Uh, Trestle Glen. There it is. Camp Kratley at <laughs> Trestle Glen. All right. Check them out. Uh, the Golden State Division. Golden State Warrior fans. Are you out there? What? Yep. This is just outside of San Francisco. Camp Redwood Glen. It's this. Okay. Here's when you go back to a couple of episodes. Listen to Ed Covert, the camp manager out there. Talk about Camp Redwood Glen. He's here's why I'm jealous of Ed Covert, the camp manager out there. Giant redwood trees. In the middle of camp. Encircling the camp. A beautiful. And then he says, and then he drops this little thing on us. And if I want to go surfing, I can do that within 10 minutes. You can go from Redwood Forest to surfing in 10 minutes. There are some people in life who are blessed uh, more than others. And <laughs> those who work at Camp Redwood Glen. Ed Covert's one. <laughs> yep. All right. Intermountain Division. This is Colorado, Wyoming, all those. You can work in Denver, Colorado at Camp High Peak. All right. High Peak Camp out there in Denver, Colorado. It's Estes in, Park. Uh, Estes Park is the is the closest little city. town. So you'll want to check out. I mean, gosh, who wants, doesn't want to work in the Rocky Mountains, my guy? All right. Next, if you want the real experience, 
You remember the back in the back in the day there used to be this show called Hey Dude. Back in the nineties. Hey dude. So YouTube it little children and you'll see. All right. But there's a Salvation Army camp in the Southwest Division in Arizona called Ponderosa Ranch. So you'll want to check out Ponderosa Ranch. I hear, as I understand, they have the prettiest night skies in the United States by far. Because out there there's no lights out there in the desert, the air's clear. So, you know, I mean, up here we sometimes get trees in the way. Light pollution. Listen, I'll tell you one thing, uh, Gold, I'm, I'm going to offend Ed Covert right now. One thing Redwood Glen doesn't have, you probably can't see the stars because the trees are so big. But if you go to... <laughs> he doesn't know that. He hadn't been there. <laughs> <laughs> leave that out. And then in Ponderosa Ranch, uh, you can uh, hear the, the stars are amazing. All right. California South Division. Look, some people just have a plethora of camps. So at, at California South, this is Camp Pine Summit, Big Bear Lake, uh, Mount Crags. Uh, all that stuff is there. So check out all of them out. You'll have to just see them. But that's Southern California, my guys. I mean, come. Pine Summit. We've been to Pine Summit. It's at the top of, uh, well, up near the top of a mountain. Yep. You have to go up the mountain to get to it. Hydrate. Hydrate. Yes. You gotta hydrate. Make sure you hydrate. Yeah. If you love drinking water, this is your place because you have to do it. <laughs> if you love drinking water, this is the camp for you. That should be their, that should be their motto. Listen, all of our camps are like that because... Yeah, you got to stay hydrated in the summer. But this one, I just remember that was the thing they said all the time. Drink your water. Drink your water. <laughs> uh, Del Oro Division there outside of Sacramento, uh, California, is Camp Del Oro. All right. So you'll definitely want to check them out as well. And then here it comes. Don't even try to apply. Hawaii. I'm telling you guys, you can apply for sure. But they are stacked. It's Camp Homolani out in Hawaii. All right. So check them out. But again, guys. You, you want to work at that camp, you better apply at Christmas. <laughs> before Christmas. Yeah. Apply while you're there the summer before. <laughs> All right. And then the last one in the Western Territory, sorry, Major Jamie, and I'll let you finish it up while I switch my paper, is in the Northwest Division. This is uh, Washington State, Seattle. Major Jamie and I were just there last weekend. There are two camps in this division. Camp Arnold, which is just right at the base of Mount Rainier, guys. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. It is Beautiful. 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 And then Camp Gifford, which is on the other side of the division, which is just outside of Spokane, uh, Washington. So Camp Arnold, Camp Gifford, check them out. Major Jamie, talk about the Western Territory before we go to the South. Yeah, so again, this is a great – we have a lot of great camp directors out there, uh, programs that are happening. And again, you can't beat the variety of landscapes. You have the desert in Arizona, the mountains in Colorado. You know, you can go up, up a mountain in California – the base of a mountain in Washington state, you got the beach in Hawaii or a place where the sun never sets. If you like sunshine, that's your place to go. <laughs> if you're going to drink water, don't forget to drink your, if you like your water. Yes. Drink your water anyway. It's good for you. <laughs> All right. Let's go to uh, the last territory, the Southern territory. Mine and Jamie, this is, uh, uh, we obviously have a bias. We'll state that right out. This is our home territory. And we've actually been the camp directors at two of these camps. So, uh, and just because the, because of this is where uh, we're from, we've been to a lot more of these camps. So it's a little yeah. easier right. for us to talk about. I'm still hoping that we make it to every camp across America, but it's looking like that's going to be a tough, COVID messed us up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, if you want to work Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, the deep, deep South camp is camp hidden Lake located just a, few, a couple of uh, minutes outside of Jackson, Mississippi. All right, so Camp Hidden Lake there in the Deep South gets to experience that. You better like the heat, my guys, because I hope it you like, warm. listen, you're going to apply to work in the South. You better, heat and humidity, 
They're good friends. They're good for you. It's good. It's good for the lungs. All right. Good for the lungs. Fun fact. This is the one camp in the Southern Territory that I have not been to. Listen to that, Captains Michael and Malika Good. We're calling you out. Invite me. Yeah, there we go. All right. (laughs) Next is the Florida Division, uh, which is uh, the poor man's Hawaii. Ah. (laughs) Stop that. This is Matt. All of your all of our beautiful Florida people are throwing things at the radio right now. That's right. That's right. I love you, Florida. This is the camp that Major Jamie and I were at uh, before we came to this appointment. That's Camp Keystone. you are never far from a beach or Disney World when you work at Camp Keystone. In fact, when we went to Camp America, that's how we tried to get people to work staff. We said, <laughs> look, you can get grow in your faith. Uh, you can make lots of money. And we're only a couple hours from Disney World. And they were like, sign me up. <laughs> Anything, Major Jamie? I know you could talk for oh, years on Camp yes, Keystone. I but- could. I could talk for years on Camp Keystone. But in the interest of fairness across the board, I will not. It, <laughs> I will say it is a beautiful place to spend a summer. Incredible, incredible sunshine. Amazing people. That's a good place. Yeah, we loved it. We love our time there. All right, Kentucky, Tennessee. This is amazing because this camp sits on the state line between Kentucky and Tennessee. Literally, it guys. It runs through the basketball court. Half court of the basketball court. Half of the court is Kentucky. Half is Tennessee. So how many times can you say I've played basketball over in two states at the same time? Also, this one wins the prize for probably the best lake, the best camp lake. in At least of the ones we've seen. Nope, I'm going to make grandiose <laughs> statements. 67% of Camp Lakes can't compare Stop. to it Dale is, Hollow. <laughs> it, Dale Hollow, it is an incredible lake. And they have all kinds of lakefront activities. The kids get to go out on this um, like barge thing with a, Party barge. a slide and you know all this kind of stuff. You just go out in the middle of the lake and jump off of it and swim around. And That's Camp Paradise Valley. Camp my Paradise sunglasses Valley. are laying at the bottom of that lake somewhere. That's another story. That's for another story. <laughs> all right. The Potomac Division, which now encompasses Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., is Camp Happy Land. Check out that name. Going to have a bad time yeah, at Camp. You can't have it's, a bad summer at Happy Land. It's not called Camp Meh. <laughs> it's Camp Happy Land. So you'll yeah. want to be a part of them. Check them out. Camp Happy Land in the Potomac Division. A-OK, Arkansas, Oklahoma. You want to go west uh, uh, is Camp Harta Hills. What a great name, Camp Harta Hills. And really, like, um, that's very focused. Like, the, that's a Cherokee Indian uh, reservation around there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of history. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of Native American, especially Cherokee tribe uh, things around uh, Harta Hills there. Yeah. Uh, so if you, yeah, if you enjoy history, there's a lot of great things that, I say great. I mean, they are great things to learn, not great things that actually happened that you're learning about, but there are a lot of opportunities for you to see different culture out there. Yep. Uh, then in Georgia, they've got Camp Grandview, which is a beautiful place hidden in the northern uh, North Georgia mountains. They have a thing called Sharp Top uh, Mountain that overlooks the camp. You can't anywhere on camp. You can see it. Just a beautiful place. This, is, this was the first place that Jamie and I got to be camp directors. So uh, that has our heart as well. Jamie, I know you can yeah. talk on forever on Georgia and I Camp could. Grandview, but what would you else would you like to say about it? Yeah, again, lots of lots of things that I could say. One of my favorite things about this camp, aside from um, the amazing people uh, that that help work there and that help lead that camp, is um, man, there's nothing nothing better than that breeze that comes off a mountain on a camp night. Uh, and you, you know, you just, after a warm day, that breeze comes through off the mountain and that mountain, it brings a smile to my face every time I see it. Now you people in the Western territory are like a mountain. It's not a mountain compared <laughs> to your mountains. According to science, it, it qualifies <laughs> as a mountain, but it, it's 67%. not the kind of mountain you Western people are used to. 
67% of science says it's a mountain. Yeah, so right. it's yeah, it's great. It's now, a great place North to be. and South Carolina, I'm going to give them their proper respect. I have to say that because for some reason, people from North South Carolina have always felt like coming at me for, I mean, when they've just decided to make fun of me at youth councils by making their own pillow smashing videos and stuff like that. It's a whole story. <laughs> and maybe I still feel a little certain way about it. And I'm bringing that to Jesus. But you'll want to check out Camp Walter Johnson, <laughs> Camp Walter Johnson in Denton, North Carolina. Um, we've been there because of the territorial camps that have had it, but again, a, be- a beautiful place uh, to hang out. Massive, massive it's camp. It's a big camp. All yeah. right. And the last one, of course, is the camp that my, me and Jamie met at and worked at all those years, and that's Camp Hoblitzel in Texas, just south yeah, of Dallas. All of my formative camp experience happened at Camp Hoblitzel. So if you want to... St- blame things camp hobblezell is the reason why we are the way that we are <laughs> so we jamie and i met at camp hobblezell um we fell in love at camp hobblezell we worked at camp hobblezell met jesus at camp hobblezell jesus at camp hobblezell and they have side note they have the chosen the chosen thing that's uh, being filmed you know these jesus it's a whole too much to explain but the chosen is being filmed some of its uh filming is happening on property at Camp Hoblitzel. Yeah, so. it's a really incredible um, thing that's happening out there. I will say Camp Hoblitzel, I was spoiled, I think, at Camp Hoblitzel. Uh, I did not know that not every Salvation Army camp had horses because the one I grew up, of course, it's Texas. There were horses. So the first time I went to a camp that wasn't Hoblitzel, I was like, when do we ride the horses? And they were like, oh, you must be from Texas. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> go to, and folks out there, lead your 15 to 25-year-olds to peermag.org slash work at camp guys we we the summer camp is again one of the most we're going to wrap this up as one of the most evangelistic things that we do in the salvation army we take we can change the life of a kid change the world through a kid and we can lead them to jesus and we can clear out the noise and hear from jesus ourselves but um camp is not exempt from the from the staff shortages that are going around in the culture right now and this is just a way to work to to just do something amazing with your summer. Do something amazing with your summer. Um, so tell others, if you're outside of that range, listen, just keep pushing people to the website and to work at camp. Tell them about what, if you've worked at camp before, share your story, share your testimony, share this with others. Not maybe just this episode. We want you to share this with others because we want people, we want all of our positions across all 42 camps to be filled to the brim with people who love Jesus and who want to lead others to him. and make a little money on all that good stuff uh, this summer as well. And lastly, I'm going to say this before Major Jamie gives us her last question and her closing thoughts. If anything, can you just please pray for camp this summer? Can you just pray for the safety of kids? Can you pray that God's spirit would be moving in and among everything that's happening at camp? And will you just pray for kids to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior? At camp, Major Jamie, give us your final thoughts and then ask us our last question. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, and you've probably heard us say this before, but in December, the Surgeon General declared that mental health, there was a mental health pandemic amongst young people uh, in the United States. This was happening uh, before COVID, but COVID certainly, um, you know, made it even worse. Um, And so um, I truly believe that that there are... um, a lot of great things about camp that can help solve some of these issues with loneliness. Um, You know, just the things that we've been through in the last two years with being separated from one another. Camp is the perfect place where um, young people, either as campers or as staff members, can kind of come and reconnect with community, have that time outside, um, you know, kind of 
experience um, a life that can help combat some of those things that we face uh, in the mental health crisis. Um, and so I, I truly I truly believe that camp can help be a solution to some of these problems that we're experiencing. Um, you know, camp changed my life in a lot of ways. And so I'm always a huge camp proponent um, and will always, you know, say, go send your kids to camp as campers, send them to camp as staff members, support camp in any way you can, um, because the, the ministry that happens there is incredible and truly is life changing. Awesome. Yep. Major Jamie, ask us our last question. Yep. So, you know, every episode we ask this question, what is bringing you joy? Elizabeth, what's bringing you joy this week? This is totally huge. My favorite football player, Jimmy Garoppolo, is a new face of Subway and has his own sub. He has his own sub? What's yeah. on the sub? I have absolutely no idea. His grandmother's in the commercial. It's an Italian sub, and I guarantee you it's absolutely delicious. When he goes to pass it to the customer, oh. he drops it and fumbles it. Oh, my gosh. No Matt, way. This is supposed to be joy. Oh, sorry, You're not sorry, supposed sorry, to be sorry. taking her He's joy. He's a star. He is not appreciated in the football community is what he should be. He's fantastic. How did you – did you – have you seen the Subway commercial? Do you get, like, alerts? Do you have Google alerts set up where Jimmy Garoppolo – I I have people sending me videos of these Jimmy Garoppolo commercials. I follow the fan page where it's positive vibes only on Instagram for Jimmy Garoppolo. So, yeah. Uh, for me, it's going to be March Madness upsets. As we're recording this, we are just finishing up the Sweet 16. And gosh, I love an upset. Unless it's my team that's being upset. But uh, it, it's just been did a, your, it's been a your year. Team, no, my year, team my team make did not it make on the it. Bracket, no, they did oh, not okay. make I'm it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, you just said, oh, did you bad. just come for me and say, this is joyful time or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, I, but that's for Elizabeth. That's not for you. <laughs> but yeah, listen, I just love, I, I, I know people say, um, like Americans at the end of it, we don't like Cinderella stories when they get to the championship, but I think it's great. I love all the upsets. When people come in, they think these old traditional powerhouses are going to mop the floor and then you hear this little scrappy st peter's university that that takes you know people now you're out, making people so. mad oh yeah sorry okay major protect jamie the vibe protect, protect the, the vibe, vibe last man. thing major jamie what's giving you joy uh youth council season youth retreat season has given me joy oh, now i feel bad because you went holy yeah, there you go. Uh, we had the, the opportunity to spend the weekend at a youth retreat uh, this past weekend in Camp Arnold in Washington, and we are going to be going to two more. We have we're going to one in Texas and one in Illinois, um, and I'm just so I'm excited on behalf of young people that they have these opportunities to gather together again, um, like we haven't for the past couple of years. Um, but selfishly, I'm also excited for myself. It means that I get to be out. Um, out and with young people again, um, youth ministry is where my heart is. And so uh, I love the opportunity to get out there and experience that. Um, but mostly, you know, it's just, it's an opportunity uh, to gather for worship, but also to gather for community. And it's what we need right now. So I'm super excited that that's happening around awesome. the country. Yep. That is going to end this episode of the Battle Line Podcast. Be sure to check out the website peermag.org slash work at camp and just check out peermag.org and check yeah, but out you just go to peermag anyway see what all's on there but if you click on get involved work at camp yep. it's right there be Can't sure to subscribe to battle line wherever you listen to podcasts and check out peer magazine on the socials at peer.magazine go work at camp please until next time this has been the battle line podcast bye everybody see ya see ya